Hello. Hello. Everybody. Guess what my name is, Jordan? I think it's Micah. Guess what your name is, Jordan? Might be Jordan. We are Jordan and Micah from the Macaw lineage. Um, well, I guess I'm from you the Macaw are. lineage, and then you married into the lineage. Yeah. Um, and we have a podcast. It's called the Macaw Podcast Universe. You are now listening to said podcast. And you might be listening to this to understand uh that we are here to prove people wrong when they say sequels are never, never better, better than, than the originals. originals. And here we are. It has been clamored about. People have told us, you gotta do it, you gotta do it, you gotta do Fast and Furious. There are ten movies in the series proper, or in the series, and then in the series proper there's nine. Uh-huh. And today we are finally watching... And talking about what well, we already watched it, F9, the last of the saga so far. Yes. Now, I look to, do you recall what the name of that character in Bambi is? The skunk? Is um, flower or Petunia? I think it's Flower. I'll look it up. Flower. Well, no, we'll just stick with Flower. I would um, like to know. So Flower has an interesting little tidbit of information. And that information is, he says... If you can't, my mother always said, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. <laughs> so, folks, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode on Fast 9. Because if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. This movie sucks hard. Yes, as from what I understand, most FF fans agree with. Yeah. To which I ask, how many times do I have to talk to a person who is so such a big fan of this series for them time and time and again to say, yeah, the movie's not good. Yeah, that one's not very good either. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It's just, I love the series so much. No, you're right. That one's not good. It's very odd. I don't think anyone likes this series. Uh, I think people have been tricked somehow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I do, I still hold that they're going to continue making movies until we someone asks them to stop doing it. Right. The collective majority. Yeah. And I think this series just operates under the it because so many we have so many movies in the world, so many come out in a year, not all of them can be good. Uh-huh. And I we'd have gotten into a zone in our lifetime where we have so many great things. Yeah. Which uh separates people into like that's the worst thing i've ever seen that's the best thing i've ever seen blah 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 when like let's just let things be good uh-huh. and mediocre yeah and this series uh definitely takes up the mantle of we're just gonna be okay yeah and we're gonna like do our thing make our money uh d- once you guys leave the theater you will forgotten about what's happened right the story will not make sense but by the time the next one comes out you'll think I think I usually have fun when I see those movies. <laughs> yeah. That's what Fast and Furious is. Yeah, well, and and I just, before, you know, uh, we're going to go over the movie. And if you like these movies, that's fine. Great. Mm-hmm. We still love you. You're still welcome here. Opinions, everybody's got them, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. What's, it's what makes us unique. Uh-huh. But what I, I, I'm losing my train of thought, but... I just don't, I, I, after watching this movie, I was like, I, I actually don't really understand how people like these. I don't know, man. I'm, 
I've gotten little to nothing to say at this point. But I think I think we shoot ourselves in the foot because everyone we know that likes them says, "Yeah, I turn off my brain and watch them." Which sometimes you got to do that. You I'm gotta... taking that to me now, though, that people actually are falling asleep. Yeah, because uh, I think what we're shooting ourselves in the foot for is we have to then talk about it for an hour to two hours. Yeah, that's why it's so frustrating. But I, I get that, you know, turning your brain off, all that stuff. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just, it's just okay. It's okay. I don't think. It, I don't know. The series sucks. <laughs> it's just very mediocre. And I think people will never stop seeing them because yeah. of all the things I just said. Well, so before we get into it, I do want to tease this. There are a couple of things about this movie that I did really like, and I will be hitting those. So I did not just go completely like, I hate this. I'm not going to let allow it any credit. I think there's a couple of interesting things in here. But the the thing that I originally was trying to say when I lost my train of thought is we try our best to go in clean to any movie and we try to find the good in it. And I I think up to this point I've done a pretty good job myself of for the most part No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're mm-hmm. you're not letting me finish. For the most part on the series we cover, I'm pretty able to go in clean. But I think that this is the first series where I officially like hit a wall and everything past eight, which is only two movies. I, I couldn't, I couldn't give, uh, I couldn't give Hobbs and Shaw or this movie any credit. This F nine was the best worst one though. Like, oh no, this is my least favorite by like a hundred. Yeah, I just think, and maybe it's broken me down some. Especially people would know if they listen to Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, but. I like four and six were just straight up uninteresting boring yeah. that this one did not I did not get that um complete uh despair of this will <laughs> never end. I got that for this one. Okay. I got that for this one. Um so let's talk about who made it. It is once again directed by Justin Lin, who, you know what? I guess more power to you, bud. Uh-huh. Um I don't like your movies, except for Fast Five. That's the only movie of yours I like. Uh, the story is by Justin Lin and he and Daniel Casey on the screenplay, uh, and then also there's a story by credit from from Alfredo Botello. The cinematography is by Stephen Winton again. The music is by Brian Tyler again. I mean, at least these guys are sticking together. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The The movie came out last year, June 25th, 2021. The budget of the movie is 200 to 225. Couldn't get a distinct number on that. And domestically, it makes $173 million. Worldwide, it makes $721. Um, a lot of money, especially for a pandemic. Yeah, and this is one of the first like really big movies mm-hmm. uh, in the pandemic. When people... So, that I like follow or something. We're gonna we're going to see this. Yeah. And at that point, I had not seen any of them. Yeah. Uh, it was like I felt so happy for them. Yeah. <laughs> for people who were so excited to be able to see a, that movie. Well, and when I saw like the reviews for the movie, because the reviews are pretty bad on this uh-huh. movie, and and again, it's like I think everyone we've talked to, they say things like, "Oh yeah, F nine goes too far," 
or F9 is, yeah, I like most of them, but F, oh, F9 is not that good. So I, I think this movie's even more bad because people were really excited to go to the theaters. They go to the theaters, and I kind of had blinders on for like six months of going back to the theaters where I was like, yeah, that movie was good. That, yeah, that movie's... So for someone to go in, not having gone to the theaters for like a year, and then come out and be like, I didn't like that one. That's how bad this one is. Yeah, that's bad. This one's not good. Um, it does have a pretty good poster, though. I like the poster with the, yeah. the smoke in yeah. the background. Um, I... The the so Morgan Chris Morgan who's written episodes four through eight and Hobbs and Shaw went off to write Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. When so before they wrote this, they ha- he had to write it. Okay. Or I mean he was writing Hobbs and Shaw, so he couldn't write this one, um, which I thought would be maybe refreshing. I was, my ears perked up when you said Chris Morgan did not write this, and he I mean. If but you I hadn't was like, told oh me, crap. I would have assumed he had written this. But but it his was bad. His scripts are better. All oh, of, I don't know if they're better. All of this flashback stuff is some of the worst the writing I've ever seen insane. in a movie. But I don't think he would have done any better. I, well, I just don't know if he would have done that story. I, yeah, I it hope it wouldn't he would. have been better, though. No. I mean, that's true. I mean, Let, Hobbs and Shaw. Four, watch four through Hobbs and Shaw and tell me that he would do a better job. Well, yeah, <laughs> I did. And I will not be repeating watching those. <laughs> um, so this was going to be released in 2019, uh, before the pandemic even hits. Um, but then it was pushed back to make room for Hobbs and Shaw. And then No Time to Die was going to come out around the same time. So they were like, let's push it. And then they got caught in the COVID cycle. Yes. Um, and then I have one more note. Okay. Because there's not, there's not that much exciting stuff about this movie. Uh Next year will be the first of Fast 10 Part 1. So they're they're filming the big one. It, it feels like there's an air of this is a finale, but... We know it's not. I also, like, scrolled through and there's, like, planned spinoffs and stuff like that. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think it is a finale. But m- maybe it's, like, a finale of the series proper. Yeah. Perchance. Um, I would also like to know, at the end of this episode... I'm going to be editing in an episode of the first time I ever podcasted, which was with my old buddy, Andrew Backus. We had this show called We All Have Tongues with Peter and Peter. I've gotten a lot better at podcasting, but in the first episode we ever did, which we recorded in 2016 and came out in 2017, I had only seen Tokyo Drift, and I pitched how in the 10th Fast and Furious movie they should go to space, and... I was so satisfied when they went to space in this movie because I was like, yes, it's F9, but this is the 10th movie in the series. And I I said that this should happen in the year of 2016. So I felt very good about that. Congratulations. Yeah. So please go ahead. Not many new people in this. Of course, John Cena is new, but we have covered him. Um, Finn Cole plays young Jacob. Uh, he is also in Peaky Blinders, Animal Kingdom, Slaughterhouse rules um and a lot of other things and then anna Sawai, did not pronounce that correctly plays uh l the girl that han saved um she's a ninja assassin she was my favorite performance of the movie because she wasn't at the least no that scene where she was doing stuff was cool and sure 
I, I felt like I she was actually... I thought the hand-to-hand combat in this movie was good. That scene well was great. choreographed. That scene was great. Yeah. There are some things to like about this movie. But it, anyway, folks, when we were watching the movie, I was commenting on who my favorite performances were. And she was my number one with Ludacris and Tyrese as two and three. Cool. And then I don't really care about the other performances in this movie. Wow, she's... She was born in 1992. Wow. Um, so, yeah, she's a ninja assassin, Geary, Haji, Shogun. That's about it. Cool. Um, and then I got to find him, got to find him, got to find him. And y- you could tell with her that I loved was like, oh, this this girl like knows martial arts and stuff. Like, this yeah. is not a stunt. I mean, I'm sure there's some stunt doubling, but it's like, oh, this is a this is an actual like martial artist yeah. that they hired. Vinny Bennett plays young Dom. He is in Ghosts in the Shell, the remake, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, the Shannara Chronicles, Good Grief, not a Peanuts thing, believe it or not. <laughs> um, Kura, The Gulf, and a, a, just a ton of TV shows, like TV shows you wouldn't believe. Okay. Um, and then Jack Toretto is played by J.D. Pardo. Um, Dada. Yeah. Uh he is in Breaking Dawn. Really? Part Who is two. he in Breaking Dawn? Oh, he's definitely a werewolf. Okay. I don't know. His his name is Nayul, and I know I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but you look at him and he's definitely a werewolf. Yeah. I think. Um, because he's big. Yeah. Um he's also in a Cinderella story, so I've seen him in a couple things. Okay. Is that the Hillary Duff movie? Of with Chad Michael Murphy. Yes, of course. Okay. Um, and then he's in Revolution, A Girl Like Me, The Contractor, blah, blah, blah. Michael Rooker's in this movie, who we've also yeah. covered. Um, oh, yeah. He would be, he'd be in my number four <laughs> performance. No way, man. I mean, whatever. He, I mean, he's, he's, he can do no wrong. If you're attached to James Gunn, you can't really do anything yeah. wrong in our book. But uh, I did not get that character at all. Oh, no, it no, no. It was a waste of a character. No, no, no. Um, That's what, because this series, it kind of... I would say in the case of this series, it suffers from the kind of Marvel problem where it's like characters can come up so often. Um, Marvel, I think that's a strength. I don't think that's quite a strength in this Marvel series. Marvel usually has some like backstory to back it up. Like right. they were in this issue. Right, right. It's like, but for him, I'm kind of like, well, I hope he shows up in 10 and does something cool. Because he, he, he is kind of... I mean, it's a great actor to hire and then to... It's crazy. I haven't seen him in no makeup in so long. He looked weird. Right. <laughs> um, And then just lastly, Thu Ersted Rasmussen. Didn't pronounce that correctly. Uh, it's a Danish name. Okay. Uh, he plays what you described as the knockoff Billy Magnuson. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I t- You know, it's funny because No Time to Die was supposed to come out around the same time. Uh-huh. 100% they called Billy Magnuson first, and he turned down the role. 100% no doubt in my mind, and then they just got someone who looks kind of like Billy Magnuson. So, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're Do saying. you not agree? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I am just so relieved for him that oh, yeah. he wouldn't have been in this movie, because I think I could see him in the series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, I love him so much. He's so good. Um, so this guy is in... Uh, Sunday, Dead End. Wow, that is a crazy Swedish name of something I can't pronounce. So a lot of Swedish and Danish things. Uh-huh. That's about it. Okay. 
That's about who we have. We also are graced with the presences, the presences? Of, the presence. Well, but it's plural. Of Lucas Black from Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Which, and Shad Moss, a.k.a. Uh, Bow Wow, which yeah. was just crazy. And the other guy. He was in Tokyo Drift, too. I don't remember that guy. Let's I, see if I can find him. I though. just, when I saw his face, I was like, oh, that they brought that guy back? Which, I guess this goes against what I just said. It was nice to see them. And when you see that they're working on jet propulsion, you're like, okay, they're doing it. They're going to go to space. Jason Tobin. And he is in Tokyo Drift, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Good memory. Thank you. To- well, Tokyo Drift, even though I didn't like that movie, it turns out I think that one's probably like oh, my fourth favorite, maybe? Yeah, it's um, up there. I mean, we're- It might I- be third favorite for me, considering everything. Yeah. I, I mean, at the end of this episode, we're going to be ranking our personal of these, uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, but let's start on this movie. And I, I would be interested, um, I think Jordan maybe wouldn't be as interested, because <laughs> she will be like, the book is closed. But if, you, if you're an FF fan, and you liked this movie, I would be curious as to what your reasoning is. And legitimately, not like I'm going to come attack you. I would like to know why you like this movie. So go to the show notes in our descriptions and join our Facebook group. And I'll let anybody in. It's a private group, but I let anybody in. And then post about why you thought this movie was good. Or why it, like, hits. Maybe I missed something, you know? I would like to know that. So the movie starts, and it's 1989. Um... And we're at the racetrack. And so right off the bat, it looked good right off the bat. It looks good. Do you think that all of the flashbacks, the way the coloring and stuff like looked better than the rest of the movie? How do you mention it? It absolutely did. I think it did. Oh my gosh. There was like, there was like a grainy quality to it. It looked like it was shot on film. Yeah. It just, and it was a little bit. It probably wasn't, but it looked like it. No, but it was, it was very, it had a vibe, yeah, whereas the rest vibe. of the movie Which it, looks like the whole point other is movies. So that you know that it's a flashback. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it looked better than the rest of the movie. Yeah, you're right. But as the movie goes, you are pulling your hair out because it's like half of this movie is a flashback. Oh, yeah. And the only thing it does is develop character. And we've, this, Dom has been developed yeah. as far as he goes. We don't need more flashbacks. Well, I, so... This, I think, uh, firmly places the series, and and maybe this is why people like it, into soap opera. Like, the baby baby really hits it in in Fate of the Furious. But in this movie, it's like, no, no, these are not action movies. These are not superhero movies. These are soap operas that Mm -hmm. have a huge budget. And maybe that's why people like them. Like, they like... The, the weird family dynamics that don't really make sense when you think about them too hard, but it, at the same time, it's like, well, actually, they wrote it in such a way that it technically makes sense, even though it's very silly. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why people like so these. With this, so we're, what we see here is Dom's dad die that yeah. we've been told a couple times throughout the series. I always imagined Dom was a kid for some reason, although I don't think he ever said. Yeah, I don't think he ever did, but I... I did because that's formative you it's know fine yeah um and then this is also a little bit later in the movie when they do another flashback 
they show Dom beating that guy within an inch of his life, which is all the way from the first yeah, movie, yep. which is okay. It's just the whole thing is such lazy storytelling as well, the series continues to do for the most part. It's a thing that we're going to talk a lot about in our next series, but there, there is this thing in blockbuster filmmaking and, and just like expanding franchises where like we cannot like like studios no longer allow us to live in a world where we're allowed to fill in the blanks. Uh-huh. So f- like for example, I'm very excited about this show, but there's an Obi-Wan Kenobi show that's coming out. I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to love it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's going to be bad. I'm excited. It looks fantastic. But it's like do I need a show that bridges the gap between episode 3 and 4? No. I, I don't need to know what happened. I can, like, make that up in my head, and that's part of the fun of fantasy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Dom telling this story in e- episode one of this series, it's like, I don't need to see that story have happened. Mm-hmm. And then they go, but what we're going to do is we're going to add a brother into it. And what have people always always have been waiting for this whole series? John Cena and it, Vin Diesel to, to be ha- brothers. Well, to see his dad die. Everyone's wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. And have it be this huge controversy where Dom thinks his brother killed him, which has never been mentioned before. Yeah. Because it didn't exist until this movie. Right. And, I mean, we haven't even gotten to the craziest part. Yeah. But. We, but uh, uh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Nope. I just, before we move on from this scene where his dad is racing, I want to point out two things that I actually thought were awesome about it. One, we have not seen in this entire series, like, a standard pro race where it's Mm -hmm. just a circle and that was like weirdly very refreshing oh okay um and i thought that was cool um two they did something that i've been harping on for a while that i'm tired of people doing and they they did what i asked them to do they did not de-age vin diesel or john cena they hired different actors to be them funny enough i think it works against the movie (laughs) because they're in it so long yeah. That you're just like, oh my oh gosh, my I don't want to see this guy. in it so much of this freaking movie. Yeah, but that's more a problem of the script. But I think that John Cena was uh, filming Suicide Squad at the same time. Uh-huh. Uh, or getting ready, like busy with that stuff. Because I swear this guy shot for like two weeks. I know at yeah, the end yeah. of the movie, he's in, like, really, he's in it for a lot near the end. But right. most of the movie, he does nothing yeah. but walk around. Uh, and talk to people and it's not even that much it's crazy how little the movie he's in yeah and that this is another classic thing and it's kind of an action movie thing like the people need something to do so they're trying to stop some insert terrorist thing in this movie yeah but seriously by the end of the movie and i know this was me on me but it's like i actually do not know what they're trying to do yeah and and you just said it it was on you i was tracking with it okay um, I mean, I didn't think it was good, but it's also but it like doesn't have to be good. Yeah, the I mean, the the golden standard for me on a out and out action movie are the Mission Impossible movies, and those I feel particularly the last two or f- the last three actually have like fantastic plots, fantastic characters, and the the villains have motives that I can understand. Well, that's what I think is the big issue that's missing from pretty much every movie. Yeah. <laughs> Here is uh we don't really understand what the villain wants. Yeah. Other than being insert bad guy. 
kind yeah, of thing. Because like, so John Cena's motive in this movie is I don't want to be outshadowed by my brother, and Who so we I'm gonna, haven't seen. I mean, how this movie has been twenty years since this series has been a thing. Yeah, I mean. There has been no mention of a brother, obviously, because he didn't exist until this movie. Right, right. But, you know, just it's kind of fun to think of where it's like, I would say you probably were living your own life happily because your brother kicked you out. Yeah. Well, and it's this weird thing that I actually I find this charming about the series. It's this funny thing where where like the last four movies have had to juggle. Well, actually, we don't want to be race movies anymore. We want to be international spy movies. And I... I like that about the series and I like that they're they have to like honor their own like they're stuck in their own mythology. I like that cuz it's very stupid but kind of kind of, it almost serves as like a commentary on franchise filmmaking, but I know it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? At this point other movies probably are commentaries on this movie, these right. movies, but um in, in that way that you're speaking. But it's just let's just remember that Ludacris's character in the second movie, all he was doing was setting up games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he really did ha- didn't have any more skill sets besides being a really good business person. Yeah. He goes to space. In this and movie. he's talking about math a yeah. lot. So uh, let's just, we can hop around. We're at the end of the series, right? I had heard from multiple people that they go too far in F9. And I asked one of our loyal listeners and a patron, which if you are not signed up for Patreon, folks, you gotta do it. You get an extra episode every month, and it rules. And we have a lot of fun over there. And if we get to 50 patrons, we're going to cover every single Pixar movie exclusively on Patreon. No, not if. When we get to 50 patrons. Let's go. Pretty please. Just a cup of come coffee. Come on, come on. Go, go, go. <laughs> um, and it, it was confirmed... Through him, and I'm just going to assume that most people feel this way, that going to space was a little too far. That was the part that was too far for people? I think it no. may have been. That was, well, it was for that this was person. perfectly okay that they did that. But what I'm going to say is I think that rules. Yeah. I think what is too far is the entire brother story. No, that's that, also not That it. was the, the straw for it's me. It's too far because they just would not stop talking about it. Yeah. Which is really annoying. Okay, what, what is the Sorry real Sorry if I'm one? being very heated right now. No, 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 this is great. It went too far with the Han stuff. That's what was oh, too no, far. Oh, no, that's what it was. They yeah. resurrected yes, a man yes. from a burning, blown-up car, and all they said was, interesting magic trick. <laughs> that's, that's egregious. I almost spit-taked. They... The thing that is so weird about that is I was expecting... So, okay, let's talk about Han. Um, When he died in episode three, I had already seen a teaser trailer for F9 that shows him, like, walk into that spot. And they're like, Han? And so I knew this whole time that Han is alive. Uh Uh-huh. But you did not. Well, this is how I found out. Yes. Uh, we had we get a lot of our movies that we watch for the podcast on the, from the library because it is the last bo- it is blockbuster these days. Yep, yep. And the movie had been sitting on our little table for a while as we're leading up to watching it, and uh, in the living room where I work out. And as I'm working out, I just look over, and I I see the the cover of the movie, and I happen to see Han's face on it. Uh-huh. And not only was it his face, he was older. And his hair was different. 
uh-huh. conveying yes he is whatever age he is in that picture uh-huh. and then i picked up the movie paused my workout oh, went, i didn't know you paused your workout <laughs> went to see micah and said he's in this movie han is in this movie and you were like oh so you saw it yeah yes i saw it and i wasn't looking forward to it just let people die so this so so she she says that then we watch the movie and this whole time we've been watching the series i've been like you know it doesn't make sense that he died and came back but it's fast and furious kind of who cares yeah they're probably gonna provide you know like a five minute really over the top sequence that shows how he you know had like a fake body or an animatronic or something very weird or but that would it would i mean yes yeah go ahead and, and yeah. so so i thought like they're gonna show us and and then we'll we'll be like that was so stupid but kind of whatever but instead of doing that like you said it shows deckard shaw going to blow it up and then and it cuts did- to mr nobody standing there with han and then it cuts back to the the car that shows han like going like uh as he's clearing it blows up then it cuts back to mr nobody and han and he just says it's a pretty interesting magic trick you got there and he's like yeah that's and, it and didn't they say that deckard was in on it like shaw yeah, was yeah. like had already been working for mr nobody so they've at that point which him also, of everything which also just totally takes everything away from seven yeah because he is the bad guy of seven well, and, and the other thing it does is at the end of this movie, there's like a post credit scene where it shows Deckard like punching this bag and there's a guy inside of it. And then his doorbell rings and he goes to the door and Han is there. And it, and they play it with like this music of like, oh my gosh, these two guys just met. This is going to be crazy. Maybe we missed that they weren't, he wasn't in no, on it. No, he was. He said it. Because you, you even asked me, you said, did he say that he was in on it? And Maybe maybe this is what it is. Well, can I, let me finish my thought on Fine. this. They, they play it up like it's this big confrontation, and I'm sitting there, and I'm going, it's not a big confrontation. Han was in on this, Mr. Nobody was in on this, and Deckard was in on this. It's not, there's no conflict there. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. What if they did say that, but what if they also mentioned and we missed it, or they ne- neglected to mention, and it should have been inferred, that Deckard was doing something for nobody, but he didn't know that he wasn't actually killing somebody. Well, none of that is in this movie. No, but that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. They, they, because I paid close attention because I wanted to know how he survived. And I was like, I paid more attention in that scene than any other scene. crazy too. Let's just remember that in Tokyo drift, we are introduced to Han. He is a drift King master. Yeah. And he is in on like drug dealing stuff. Like, like he does shady stuff with that guy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but when we're, they're explaining what, what's been happening to Han since we all thought he was dead, he, there's a scene with him and nobody and yeah. nobody is saying that Giselle has been working for him the whole time too. And she was the best. And I want you to work for me now because if she can trust anybody, that means I can trust them too. Uh-huh. And it's like dumb and then uh-huh. <laughs> uh then cut to he's doing some job for nobody that it that has to do with the whole sphere thing in this movie yeah where like he is now just an undercover agent and it's like this guy just all he did was drift some cars one time i know and ta- he taught a guy to drift cars and they became best friends that's sweet but i guess he also became some secret spy 
Well, and I think this proves my theory that the whole reason Justin Lin makes these movies is so that at some point it is like canon amongst FF fans that Tokyo Drift is actually one of the best movies. I mean, and he's frankly, proven that to me. He's proven it to me, but not because of the story choices, more because of the quality of the movies that follow Tokyo Drift. Uh-huh. But I will insert, if you're a new listener, Fast Five Rules and Furious 7 Rocks. Uh-huh. The rest are, you know, well, we've discussed them. Go back to our catalog. Uh-huh. Um, so Dom's on a farm with little baby Brian. And Letty. And Letty. They're living a quiet life off the grid. They don't even have phones. No. And uh, ludicrous. Uh, Tyrese. Roman. And, and Ramsey. Ramsey. No, Cypher is Charlize. Oh, yeah. Uh, show oh. up. And they got yeah. they got a job. Or, they, you know, we got a job to do. And they show them a video of nobody's an SOS. And it's like, quick, help. Do this thing. This thing's happening. It's bad. Yeah. But luckily, Dom is able to scrub the video and see that the famous Toretto Zooms Cross. and enhances the Toretto Cross. Yeah, so he's like, that's my brother. And okay, I'll do it. Mike and I were really nervous for about 20 minutes afterward because we were like, wait a second. Is John Cena supposed to be his dad? Because. No, no, we didn't. I, I think it, they treat it kind of like a reveal. At the beginning of the movie, I was thinking he was with his brother. That's what I was thinking, oh, and his brother was in the did, car. Okay, I think I did think it was his brother, too, but I think pretty quickly we learned that it is his dad. Yeah. Um, but And I I know that in that first scene, I think we we do get some cut-tos to the brother, but to us, it's like, who is that? We don't know. It's just some yeah. guy in the pit crew. Um, so, therefore, I wasn't even thinking of that person. Yeah. But we're just like, wait, is his brother, the, or is John Cena the guy that was in the car? And then he and survived then said, somehow. And then I said, you know what? It is because that's going to somehow make the Han thing okay. Yeah. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. And we were just wrong. And we were pretty relieved to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then like Letty's basically like, hey, Dom, I'm going to go do this. And it sucks that you're not going to help. See ya. She pieces out. And then he find he realizes it's his brother. Then he shows up. He was just going to abandon his crew, even though he's all about family. Well, he's a father now. He's got a lot of responsibilities. Yeah, but it, it didn't. It, I they're so very inconsistent and convenient with the family stuff oh, in this course, series. Of course, of course. Um. So then, uh, what he does is that they they go to this location where it's like pinged that the where Mr. The, Nobody the, was at. Well, yeah, and where the plane crashed. Now, here's what I'm going to say. The next 10, 15 minutes of the movie ruled. And I was like, uh-oh, are we going to have to argue why F9 is actually one of the good ones? Because this is cool. They go in, they get they get this little like um, si- uh, semi-circle thing. <laughs> <laughs> Half of a sphere thing. Yeah. And then they're ambushed. And there's this, there's this great moment... But it doesn't really have a payoff that I thought was very weird. But but like the camera just follows Tyrese for like a couple of minutes. And I was kind of like, what are we doing here? And this then he's is- surrounded by bad guys. And I'm like, oh, is this when John Cena comes in uh-huh. and saves him? And it's like, who's this jabroni? Yeah. But but it, it's kind of shot. Pretty interesting. The action's interesting. And Tyre- we're just following Tyrese. And I'm like, this is kind of different i i like this 
and he gets trapped by all these bad guys, and then he like submachine guns them all, and he's been shot a couple of times, but it's like okay, and then it goes on, and I'm kind of like, hey, this we're we're sowing some seeds here potentially. This is interesting. They hop in their cars, they're driving away, and then they go, crap, there's a landmine coming up. And then Vin's like, how fast do we have to go? And Ludacris is like, you got to go over 80. And Tyrese goes, my bus tank doesn't even reach 80. So now they're navigating through a landmine, and landmines are exploding. And Michelle Rodriguez is on a motorcycle, which they finally figured out how cool it is to put someone on a motorcycle, not just a car, because they just inherently look cooler. And uh, this sequence is great. This is good action, man. And then it gets to this point where the mines are blowing up and sending Tyrese's bus tank like into this cliff area. That was suspenseful. That was suspenseful. There's a mine under him, and he's lodged above it. And he has to get out of the car and then get away. And it looks like he died. He didn't. Gets away. All of this, I'm like, awesome. This is cool. Even, it's very silly, but, I mean, this is Fast and Furious. When Dom uses the bridge to, like... Slingshot themselves <laughs> yeah, to the other cliff. Yeah, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we see John Cena's car gets taken by a jet from magnets which magnets are gonna play be a, a big, big part, part of this movie, movie and boy are they confusing jesse pinkman would love this movie Can you explain that to me i just forget what that is in season five of breaking bad uh they're trying to figure out they they have the police have acquired a bunch of incriminating information that has like walter's yep. information on like hard drives or something i think they got it from gustavo they like yeah, it's after Gustavo dies, they take his stuff. Spoiler, dude. And they put it in a compound, and then they figure out, like, if we have magnets in this U-Haul, we'll go into the police, like, storage facility, turn it on, and it will then wipe the hard drives, because magnets and hard drives. Oh, And okay. then, remember, they do it, and, yeah, it's a, it's so good. I haven't, I, yeah. I, I say I've been saying this for like the past year, like it's time for me to rewatch that show. Yeah. And I just haven't done it. And I think part of it, dramas are kind of hard to rewatch for me. Yeah. Because the emotional investment. Well, for me, I, I've been wanting to rewatch it too, but it's it strictly has to do with like we're on the last season of Breaking or Better, Better Call, Call Saul, Saul. And by the time this episode comes out, it's already premiering. Uh-huh. And I kinda wanna get through that and then like start from the beginning and watch the entire series both series in the movie yeah Ugh. what's vince gonna do next i don't know man hopefully it's not battle creek that show he made with the house guy um so magnets they they then go back to their headquarters or something and i don't know they go to like some some bat cave thing and you just can feel it in your bones that the movie's coming to a screeching halt. Yeah. I, I did a pantomime where I pretended like I slammed on the brakes and that I was idling the car and Jordan just stared at me kind of frustrated. Like, what are you doing? And I was trying <laughs> to say, loud. you know, this is the part in the fast and furious movies where they don't do anything for, we 30 have to minutes. check in on everybody to make sure everyone's doing okay or where they're at with their character. Um, and, and there's so many of them. It's boring. Yeah, but I, we do get the part where Roman, Ludacris, and Ram and Ramsey are all talking, and 
Roman is positing that maybe they're superheroes or, or they're just some yeah. kind of like super being because they've had so many near death experiences and they're, they're still alive. Yeah. And Mike and I, our jaws dropped because uh-huh. we were like, really? We're going there. Okay. I guess we're doing this. Yeah. But then Ludacris calls him dumb. Yeah. And it was like, man, I, I don't know if I was prepared for that yet. Which that conversation would be funnier if there wasn't a movie that came out two years earlier in with the same series soldier. that has a super soldier in it with a serum yeah. that gives him superpowers. Well, I mean, that's I think that's clearly has to do with written by different people at yeah. di- doing it all at different times. Right. So it's going to stay in. Um, But, yeah. Jordana what? comes in, I think. Jordana comes in at some point. I think yeah. right before this or something. Um, and she, you know, it's her, John Cena's her brother too. So she, this is her fight right. too. And it's, I, I really think she has absolutely not a single thing to do with this movie. Uh-huh. And I really think it's because, uh, they, they brought her into this movie so that we can remember Paul Walker. Yeah. And fe- it feels like he's kind of there. Yeah. Because other than that, she really doesn't do a single thing. And I often forget that John Cena is also her brother. Right. I, Oh yeah, and and this this gives me um another thing which I suppose could probably be a, a critique on like Avengers: Infinity War or something as well, um, which I love, but I think this movie just does it poorly. It's like there are now so many characters that this whole like middle act, like you said, is just like oh hey it's you, oh hey it's you, and you're like can't we do some something new with these characters instead of them just being like yeah. It's me again. Hi, how is everybody doing? It's me. I've been doing this for the past two years. It's like, let's go forward. Gosh, I know. I mean, the big headline problem with this movie, the main issue, is that it is so steeped in its own mythology. Uh Uh-huh. That it, like, loops around on itself. Uh Uh-huh. It is a snake eating its own tail of mythology. And it's like, these are street racers who are now spies. Just go forward. Uh Uh-huh. You, you don't have to, like, honor all these movies. And, Just I mean, go forward. It's like they always have to check the boxes of a template for a movie like this because also in this part of the movie, they are all sitting in front of the computer looking at a giant screen trying to figure out what to do next. Right, right. And it's like, I've seen this for nine movies. Yeah. More or less. Let's just get it going. Now let's talk about who I think, having seen now the series is the worst addition to the entire series, which is Charlie Theron as Cypher. Without a doubt. They do this thing where they're kind of like, remember Silence of the Lambs and how cool it is that like the bad guy has conversations with people behind glass? And we're like, yeah, I know, but this movie's really ugly and not good, and that movie's really cool and great. So she's like talking behind glass at um, Bobo... Bobo Cena and Bobo Billy Magnuson knockoff. And the whole movie, she's like the puppet master and she's pulling at their strings. And why is she there? Because she just is like a mastermind and they're like, she, oh, my voice broke. <laughs> uh, that like she can be some kind of intelligent uh, asset. Because I did get her to do computer stuff. They broke her out so that she could hack in without using the internet into the CIA and find the second piece. So they broke her out of prison to keep her a prisoner because they don't trust her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're just using her for that. But really, 
she's using them because she's the puppet master with the worst haircut I've ever seen in cinematic history. She's had history. the two worst haircuts, hairstyles yeah. that I've seen in movies. The and two worst. Charlize, you're welcome on the pod anytime. I'm a big fan of your career, but these are you're not good in these movies. <laughs> Uh, Which they find where the other half of the spirit, the sphere is, and it's in Edinburgh. Uh huh. So they gotta go across the pond, and <laughs> yeah, the team also finds out that they need to go there. I think because maybe they're tracking John Cena. I really have no idea. Yeah. So eventually we get to Edinburgh, and and then we see a flashback of Dom drag racing. Oh, his that's brother. probably why I can't remember because there's so many flashbacks. <laughs> so many. And he's like, "If I beat you, you keep driving." So he beats him because... Well, so Dom goes to prison for beating up that guy. And once he's let out, the, the racing scene is uh, raging. Yeah. And um, uh, his brother, John Cena, seems to be doing great. Jacob is thriving. He is yeah. the bell of the ball. The bell of the ball. Uh, and uh, Dom comes in and, like you said, says, if you lose, you have to leave town if you win well, we can be a family or something dumb like that. Uh, Dom beats him, of course. No, with... whoever loses has to leave. Okay. Because he finds out that his his brother killed his dad. Yeah. And so, so he thinks. Dom wins by using Nos at the correct time, which he always seems to be really good at. Yeah. I'll give that to him. Yeah. Um, and his brother has to get out of Dodge. Went too early. Yep. Went too early. So... Uh, then we're caught up on that for now until we flash back to it eight more times. And then <laughs> they do this thing that is unbelievable to me where because all of this setting up like Han is still alive is something that's never been set up before. So in this movie, they pretend like it's like it's possible, I guess. So um, uh, Letty and Jordan Jordana Mia Mia are at they're in Tokyo and they're trying to find somebody. Mm -hmm. And when they do that, they see this Mexican flag in Tokyo and Letty looks at this postcard that we've never seen before. And I understand that they the wrote postcard's this later. fine. Dom gives it to her and says, someone sent this to me from Tokyo. It's a postcard of Mexico. Maybe this will take you somewhere. Yeah. And, and then she like sees a Mexican flag in this, in the random streets of Tokyo. And she's like, Oh my gosh, this is where he is because it has a Mexican flag in it. Yeah. That, that is. I remember what they were like, what's the one thing Han always said? And I actually don't remember what he always said other than I gotta get back to Tokyo. Yeah. But. And, and it was something he's never said in any of the other movies. No. They, they couldn't even like find some coded thing that he could have said or something. I, yeah, no. And, and also, they have one of the worst on screen dinners that i've seen in a long time because mia's picking at her food just picking at it picking at it and then she takes a bite when it's the the camera's not on her and i feel like getting noodles though i, I feel like that's a poor choice uh movie wise for a thing to eat yeah because you can't eat those in a in a way that's not distracting yeah um you are supposed to kind of slurp those buddies yeah and uh therefore like how could they eat that possibly yeah movie wise i think they should have gone a different route on the food personally they could have got sushi yeah uh, the, uh, the other thing is like i don't know i don't know but i would think that these these actors are like they're 
they're experienced enough, set up a cam set up a camera with coverage, three cameras, and just shoot the scene. And then reset, shoot it like three times. Mm-hmm. And you're done. They're good enough, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I I also have never done that before, so I mean, yeah, maybe that's just like such a naive thing to say. But it, it was very distracting. So they go to this house, and then we have the second best scene in the movie, where they're attacked by someone. I think it's like John Cena guys. Yeah, Bobo Bobo Cena's guys, and and this girl that we've never seen before shows up. I mean, it's her place, assuming we can assume, and they start fighting. And it's a pretty good combat scene. Yeah. You track it all pretty well. Um, This was a scene where I was like, did Justin Lin direct this scene? Because this is really good. Well, I feel like it's just whoever choreographed it did a good job, too. But yeah, I I know what you mean, too. And, And then... And then we, it was so nuts. So like, then we, you know, we get Han, he saves them by sniping people and stuff. Then he comes back and they're back from Tokyo. And this was so crazy. Jordan, you were like so upset with this because Han comes back and we've had all these flashbacks of Vin and Bobo Cena. And then they go, they go, Han, what happened to you? How did you survive? He does that story we already explained. So it flashed back to him. And then they're like, but who's this girl? And then they do more flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So we have like three timelines of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And and it's not even Tenet or something. This is just like, ah. So we find out that the that Han was on a secret mission with the, the biosphere, I'm calling it now, for, for no reason at all. He's getting the biosphere from the people who made it. And then people attack this. The girl because she's the key to unlock it. Well, no, they attack the parents so that they can get the biosphere. They don't know that she's the key. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But Wait, we find out in the same I scene. I love this movie. <laughs> and they attack, and then Han's like about to leave with the biosphere, and then he's like, let me save this girl. So he saves her, and then he realizes she's the key, her DNA. Um, And it's just like, what? What? Do we even see her unlock anything? I like, don't how think did so. They- get the ball rolling on that they, pr- they probably showed it point. but yeah. and <laughs> jordan has reached her zenith on this episode too um then uh, you know this note this movie is just introducing characters half the time because then helen Mirren's in this for like no reason at all and i like her in the series but it's like come on like we we have got to do we have got to drive the plot forward yeah come on yeah um and then and then john cena and uh dom are like facing off about stuff and then um john cena's like partner comes in and all these guns and all these guns are pointing at dom but you made a funny observation where all the guns are also pointed in the direction of the men that have hired them (laughs) they they stand behind dom so if they shoot dom they're shooting and these are high caliber bosses they're gonna go right through Uh through them especially if all of them open fire and it'll kill john cena and billy magnuson too Uh and so i mean that's just like a movie thing (laughs) yeah okay yeah you know it's fine go ahead go ahead so dom i don't know he's getting transported i will admit i was so distracted on figuring out who the woman was, which happened to be Cardi B. Oh, yeah. I actually don't know what happened. And I know that's on me, but pretty much, I mean, like we all know that Dom's not oh. actually going to be a prisoner to anything. You know what? I, I have to actually correct myself because 
now I get it. What? They were on Dom's side the whole time, so they're actually standing behind Dom. But shouldn't the people who have, quote-unquote, hired them be like, why are you pointing a gun at me? Yeah, yeah, but um, I, I think that the filmmakers messed up, but you can actually write that off pretty quick, and that's because they're on Dom's side. Fine, whatever. But yeah, but Cardi then, B like takes off her helmet, and I, she's I like, so confused on why they would put a major pop star in the series that and she's I, real bad well, really bad I, i'm not even listening because i'm like is this who well, is not, this we're not very pop assimilated so you had to immediately like jump on your phone because we're both like that's a 100 a pop star i just well, don't, I don't know which care. one it's like you put justin bieber in there and i'm still probably trying to figure oh, out yeah. what's happening and not listening to a word that's coming out of his mouth they probably rely on that so we don't question them <laughs> yeah <laughs> So then they've, I think they've captured John Cena at this point. No, no, no. 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 Then there's Magnet Chase. So which they're in Edinburgh. It's not as much fun as it sounds. So yeah, there's a giant magnet in this truck. Uh, Roman and Ludacris are fighting guys. Ramsey has to drive, but she's never driven. Um, so there's humor in that of her being a really bad driver because she doesn't mm-hmm. know what she's doing. Uh, but she, they're following John Cena's partner. And there's magnets, but the magnets don't really make sense sometimes. Yeah, yeah I the think... The physics of it. I think I just let that go. I, you have to let that go. But even they, later in the movie, way later, you were like, that didn't really make sense. Yeah, but they they let physics go in the series when he jumped over a bridge as Superman. I know, I know, but like they're but turning it on saying. and off and all the time and stuff. And yeah. it's like, it's sometimes it only feels like some things react, but then you brought up it, it definitely, the, the more you turn the dial, the stronger it becomes. So yeah. maybe it's that. And it's like, fine. I, I am at the point though, where I, nothing works for me. Yeah. Yeah. I will admit. I mean, the magnets are a cool addition. I, I like the magnets. Um, but yeah, sometimes, like on a scientific level, they don't make sense. But also, I mean, who can really make spiders web? You know what I mean? Spiders. Huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, so they have this big, long sequence. It's okay. We've seen much better in this franchise itself. Um, not to mention Mission Impossible or something like that. But it's fine. Um, some of the magnet stuff is cool. Some of it is not that cool. Um but what happens? Oh yeah, before the magnet sequence, Cipher has this monologue where Billy Magnuson too walks up to her, and he's like, "They talk about Star Wars. They, they talk about Star Wars so much. So much. So he, which is apropos because our next series is Star Wars. So maybe they're setting us up. You know, they knew this was going to happen. Justin Lin's a huge fan, and now he's not going to listen to our podcast anymore. Um, so uh, he like rounds his guys up, and he's like, "I need you to find him." And it, I don't care what it takes. Get the Millennium Falcon. Get Chewbacca if you need to. And you're like, okay, interesting, whatever. And then he's talking to to uh, Charlize, and he's like, hey, you know I'm Han Solo, right? Like, or no, I'm Luke. I'm I'm Luke. And she's like, you really think you're Luke? And you're you're going, wait, wait, they're they're gonna continue with this these metaphors? And he's like, yeah, I'm Luke. Actually, you know what? I'm Han Solo. And she's like, you really think you're Han Solo? I think you're Yoda. And I'm going, they're still going with this. And she says, you're Yoda because you got a hand up your butt. Yeah. And someone's pulling all the strings. Yeah. And uh, that was completely confounding that that's a real conversation. Unbelievable. 
Get yeah. her out of here. I know. I know. And what sucks is she's definitely going to be the big baddie of Fast 10. They, they love her. They can't get enough. But, I mean, when is it going to be revealed that she actually has been working with Mr. Nobody the whole time? I thought it was going to be this movie. Seriously. Yeah. Because there's not allowed to be bad guys in this series. They have to come around at the end. So her and Idris Elba will walk, like, holding hands into 10. I mean, he did fall off a cliff, but he did No, but they'll, they'll probably restart well, him so he can be um, yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Uh, so um, another flashback. Le- okay. They show the explosion again with no explanation. And then <laughs> I didn't even know that I did this. I wrote Jacob Bobos, even <laughs> which is his brother. Jacob Bobos comes in and dad was going to throw the race. We find that out. And, and it went wrong. Something like that. Yeah. I, 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 I checked out in that scene. I was like, I can't do another flashback. Um, and then so he so Jacob tells Dom after they've like ambushed him. He tells him. You know, I dad was going to throw the race. Did you ever think about that? Because we were in financial troubles. And so then Dom fights all these bad guys in this in this like uh, 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 like contain uh, uh, circle thing. <laughs> like a shaft, a shaft. Yeah. And and for some reason, he's like. No, Which, not for some reason. Okay, it fine. makes sense. It makes sense. Him okay. and Letty are running away, and he locks the door behind Letty so that he's like, she I gotta can fight be all safe. these guys. Well, because they're not going to stop chasing them. Sure. Um, like, it's a movie thing. I know. It is a movie thing. Uh, so then he's fighting them for a while, and then they all break down and, like, fall into this water pit. And I, for half a second, I was like, are they really going to, like, fake kill him so that he can have a triumphant return in 10? Because fast oh, fans, oh I know, I would have been so mad. Because it's like fast fans don't even like this movie, so that would be something they wouldn't like. Uh-huh. You know. Then he goes down, but and no, then we get more <laughs> flashbacks. And then he has these visions, and I just like thinking about how, like, because his brother told him that, now he has an omniscient view of the of the past. I mean, he has Arkham Detective Batman mode, so this is not outside yeah, the realm true. of his ability. And he's walking around, and he's like seeing how his dad's on the phone with like lenders or something and owes them money and then he sees how it's probably his, drug stuff sure and then he sees how his brother was actually helping dad and it wasn't a bad thing and then he like has now learned to forgive his brother and then he wakes up michelle rodriguez got down there got into the water got him out and put him on a slab whatever that's fine that's movie magic who cares and then finally it's like that's when Big i discovered showdown. though that uh, Michelle Rodriguez has got not a thing to do in this movie. Yeah, go further. And I think that she doesn't have anything to do in most of the movies, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Which is, it sucks because I really like her. I like Michelle Rodriguez. I even like the character, even though they've done some of the dumbest things to that character. Right. But she doesn't have a lot to do. Once they figured out the whole memory loss thing, that was kind of it. Yeah. Well, she does get to say... Like life is interesting because I get to experience things again or something like that. So that, but she doesn't do anything. Yeah, but she gets to say that, which is pretty big. Um, and then they have the big showdown where now it is like okay, they have to stop this moving semi or something that's uploading to a satellite, and 
than Ludacris and, and they Tyrese. Keep, they got to go into space. And this is where the Tokyo Drift bros come in. Yeah. And they shoot them into space on like a DeLorean looking thing. The space stuff is cool. I'm into it's it. It's like the I'm only cool it. thing about the last hour of this movie. Yeah. And I like that it's Ludacris and Tyrese and uh-huh. no one else because they're fun to watch together. Whereas they most have the of, most to do. The, yeah. Mo- most movie. of the characters in this series are not that fun to watch for me. Uh-huh. And so I was like, oh, thank goodness it's these guys. And they're up in space. Their dynamic has worked for me pretty much the whole time. Yeah. I think there was one movie where I was just, I think we had watched so many so quickly. Uh-huh. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're the best part of the series for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, even Tyrese, when he was solo in, uh, two, oh, I guess Ludacris was in Too Fast as well. But like when well, he they was. Weren't, they weren't like partners. Yeah. Yet. He was really good in that movie. He's always been like one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they go into space and like they fail on the ground, and so or no, they have to like stop it. But for some reason, none of it really matters if they can't destroy the satellite. Yeah, because they on the ground. like they can't do the certain thing, and so they they're kind of like, okay, we're gonna die now. We have to crash into it, and then they crash into it and they drive into it. I like that. I, I think that's great. And then they like are stuck in an international space station because they mentioned how they had to eat space food for a long time. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. that That's fun. And yeah. and if the, I mean, next movie, just have, just have them in space. Just have them in space. Let them, let, I mean, and I think they will. They, cause, I want a hard science fiction. <laughs> hard. Yeah. Where they're they're like in another galaxy, they've gone through a wormhole. Yeah, it's like interstellar level hard science fiction. Well, listen to the pitch that I had. I think it still stands as a potential pitch. And actually, I remember I pitched that I think Vin Diesel dies and has visions, and they actually did that in this movie. No, I'm realizing you didn't say that. I did. I did that. He he has like a. He, like, is in heaven, and he sees, like, Paul Walker and sees everybody, which is a different vision than what he had in this is movie. Is this uh, whole thing you're going to put on here going to be not nice towards Paul Walker? No, no. I okay. I, I just, I, I, I mean, I think I was a little flippant with how I said it. Okay. But I don't think it, I don't think it was, like, offensive or anything. Okay. Um, but I'll double check. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I forgot that I had said that there, he has, like, a visions and then he wakes up and why the don't you there. write for this series no yeah because the thing i say again i'm gonna put it at the end of the episode is like vin like dies quote unquote has these visions and then he wakes up and the whole crew's there and he's on a space station and they're like we got one more job for you to do <laughs> as they're flying away uh-huh. and then the last line of the movie i said ludicrous says it but now i think it should be tyrese is like you're seeing the spaceship fly away as they're getting ready to go fight a space monster and then he says, and I thought airplane food was bad. And then it cuts to credits. Oh, Tyrese would, yeah. the Roman character would yeah. 100% say that. So it's crazy how accurate that was. So that'll be after the, well, maybe I'll put it before the 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 song. So, no, I'll put it after. <sighs> um, So very long, big, epic battle scene where uh, John Cena is in like, a really long semi bus thing trying to get it all to work his master plan but then he gets betrayed by uh his partner uh-huh. and he goes up on top of the roof of the bus thing to fight the big bad russian guy um and dom helps him of course 
Yeah. And it's all fine and dandy. They it's action. They do a lot of stuff. A lot of magnet stuff. Yeah. And then uh the semi flips over. They flip it, just like they did in the Dark Knight. Uh, Except one was CG and one wasn't. Well, of course. But uh <laughs> they flip the semi and the thing is still going at like ninety miles per hour for yeah. minutes uh-huh. down a freeway, and suddenly, all of a sudden, it's rolling down a hill, and the the city is nowhere in sight anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That, and uh, no one died. Yeah. Which is all fine, fast, and furious stuff, but it, it's very weird. It's just like, someone needs... It's just sometimes I have to distill that information and say it Yeah. Uh, in a very monotone way, because it's like, yes, that did happen. It is, it's just wild that Justin Lin has had two chances after fast five to even get close to the bank vault scene and and uh, none of the sequences he's done have even come close not even close the only one that comes close and maybe is better is furious seven that james wan did probably what part of planes flying down the cars i think that might be my favorite sequence of the series where the cars come down oh yeah 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 whatever i mean yes i agree yeah yeah. what were you gonna say though i was gonna say in terms of justin lynn stuff but i know he doesn't write the movies is he wrote this one yeah okay but part of what makes the bank bank vault like what is so good about five is they don't work for the government yet yeah they're just fugitives yeah and that's great yeah my biggest issue with the whole series is how often how much of the police stuff is a thing right let them do their own thing let them steal (laughs) but then they have a big family barbecue Mm-hmm. and it shows a car pull up and it's paul walker it's brian mm-hmm. uh, but we don't see him that's kind of nice i think it's sweet i think that's a sweet thing to add um and then it says f9 and audiences everywhere said no thanks on that one we're not alone but not enough to not make more yeah yeah um so what what are your final thoughts on fi- fast and furious jordan it's the worst series i've ever seen it really is. Last night we were talking about it, and I would rather watch the Fantastic Beast movies. Part of it is because there are fewer. There are fewer, yeah. And but both of them make me very mad. Uh huh. But at least Fast and or uh, Fantastic Beast has cool creatures. Yeah. I will say that I I was I was disheartened to find that my predisposed positions that I had on these movies proved to be 100% how I felt about them. And that is not what I wanted to happen. Because before we started these, I was like, I've always thought these are not good. And then when we were watching them, I I, I thought that I was going to get that itch. Because there there was a point in my life where I thought, for no reason at all, I was like, oh yeah, Mission Impossible movies are dumb. Then I watched them all, and I was like, no, 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 I love these. And I really thought that was going to happen with these. I actually feel bad again, just like last week. <laughs> uh, I don't think you need to feel as bad as you did last yeah. week because you were in a rare form. I know. Again, I know. sorry, Ryan. Yeah, sure. Um, so I hope that you still like us if you like Fast and Furious because we still like you. Mm-hmm. Um, Are we ranking? We're ranking. Uh, do you want to go first? So I think for me, from least to best... The the stuff at the bottom is a little hard for me. I yeah, can't me tell too. if I hated four or hated six more. Uh-huh. Um, what happened in six? 
six i couldn't tell you oh, if you put a gun to my head yeah that oh no six has the airplane hangar scene where gal gadot dies quote unquote but she'll definitely be back in 10 i think i hated four more yeah i think it was a little more boring so i think it would go four six um and then maybe two four six two and then one or six two one and then uh uh tokyo drift you're putting Wait, no hobbs and shaw what about f9 oh i forgot about that movie I think this is it i think the bottom can change yeah uh but i think f8 was the worst okay. i hated f4 basically right there with it okay f6 f9 hobbs and shaw f2 tokyo drift f1 f5 f7 okay mine's quite a bit different uh very bottom is f9 uh then hobbs and shaw then f4 uh then f6 then too fast too furious then I'm doing Fate of the Furious because I think that plot line is so laughably bad, it's kind of fun to watch. Even though I think it's worse than like three of these movies. That makes sense. I'm going by what I would rather rewatch. I think I would switch four and eight. Yeah. Because the at least the ice, so the, the ice lake scene is like crazy, but The Rock did shoot a torpedo set someone else. Yeah. That was cool. So I'm switching that. Okay. And then my top four... I'm going to go Tokyo Drift. And then number three is the first movie, Fast and mm-hmm. Furious. Then Fast Five and Furious Seven. Our top four are the same. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. So that is... We did it, everybody. Uh. <laughs> now, before you leave and before you listen to me uh, foretell of the future of Fast and Furious from 2016, um, next week... We have a little extra bonus episode, a little treat. Um, and then after that, we are jumping full in on Star Wars. We are going to a galaxy far, far away, far from any existence of a Fast and Furious movie. Yes. And for those who may be wondering, this is always the rule with any series. We are going by chronological theatrical release date. So we will be starting with A New Hope going through that trilogy, then episode one, two, three, then the new movies, all in the order in which they came out in theaters. And there's going to be special Patreon episodes that will uh, coincide with those. And I really think you, I know we always talk about Patreon. We always want more people to join the community because it's fun. Um, But I think this one is going to be extra fun. Like, because we we have the movie The Hidden Fortress, which will come out to, on May the 4th, and that is one of the main inspirations behind Star Wars. So on Wednesday, you'll listen to The Hidden Fortress on Patreon, and then Friday, Star Wars. And then the next month, we're going to be doing a watch-along with the holiday special, and we're going to set up cameras, a camera. It won't be the best camera quality, but it'll be really fun. And then after that, the next month, we're going to do the theatrically released... Uh, uh, Clone Wars movie that if you haven't seen it there is 
a Jabba the Hutt type character called Zero the Hutt who has a southern accent and is, is there wild. Any Zero? I don't know. But that character is wild. Um and there's a little baby Jabba the Hutt in that movie too. You? Not so much. Oh. Um so that's going to be fun. And we have our Oscar special on there. And then this month it's Speed 2 Cruise Control. So you got to go over there. It's less than a cup of coffee a month. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for going on this journey with us. Sorry for if we have offended or deeply hurt anybody. Yes, I we am sorry about that. We just have to speak our truths. Yes, we do. But if you like them, continue to like them. That's fine. That is so fine. Yeah. Now, at once we click pause on this and end it i'm gonna go to patrick willems my favorite youtuber and watch his video on why the fast and furious series is good because i've been waiting to rewatch it and i didn't like it and see i'm even still trying folks to like it because i'm gonna watch that video right after i mean this. you spent hours and hours with the series i think it's okay that you're still trying to figure it out yeah but we we love you guys and uh see you later bye You have the whole squad together, and they're they're getting ready to do a heist or whatever it is that they do. And then this man walks into a room, or maybe a woman, I don't know, some famous actor that you are upset that they're in the movie. Someone like um let's say it's let's let's say it's the dad from Arrested Development. They they hire Jeffrey Tambor. And he okay. comes in, he comes in and he goes, Hey guys, I'm from the government. <laughs> and then he says you guys have been fast and furious. In fact, you've been too fast, too furious. And he proceeds to name every title of all the movies leading up to it. That sounds amazing. In in this whole conversation that he's having. You know, he's like, and what will be the fate of the furious? I couldn't tell you. All this stuff. And he, he proceeds to tell them that the government has accidentally, um, or as with the trend is with movies, the Russians, either one. Yeah have accidentally made this monster that's slowly growing and it's getting bigger and bigger and they need their help to stop this monster. And so this monster throughout the movie gets bigger and bigger. It starts as like a a small like cell size and it start it keeps um multiplying and multiplying and it's getting all these eyes and tentacles and it's mm -hmm. getting bigger and bigger and it starts wreaking havoc on cities. And then there's this character sort of like M, or I mean uh, Q in James Bond yeah. that, that works on their cars because he works for the military. And he keeps telling them, you know, they're doing stuff trying to stop in it and it's not really working. But um, he keeps telling them, he's like, uh, you know, I've installed some new stuff. And if you don't ever press that button in your car, he's like, unless you have to. But he doesn't tell them what it is so we can lead up to the great, big, yeah. cool reveal. <laughs> and this monster keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's destroying... All of these cities, and I'm talking now. It's getting to where it's like in the atmosphere a little bit, and it's still getting bigger and bigger. And now it's kind of floating in space, and it starts eating the Earth. This is toward the end of the movie. Okay. And so all of them are driving around. They're trying to stop it with their machine guns and stuff, and it's not working. And it's it's biting chunks of the Earth out. 
and like killing all these people and it's doing it. And then uh, Vin Diesel, he goes, I think we need to press the button. And he pre- and they all press the or he presses the button and then his car shoots up in the air and he starts flying around in space. And then there's a quick little cutaway so you see when he turns and it's very little explained that that uh, that fire shoots out so you can be like oh that's how they steer yeah, but we don't really yeah. follow the laws of physics at all. And he starts flying around in space and he's shooting the monster and stuff and then they all come out and they're flying around in space and they're like and and they're attacking this beast. And then the beast, one by one, starts grabbing all of them and eating them. And he, then he eats the entire Earth. So the guy's big, and they're all flying around. They're like the only humans left, and they're fighting this thing. And he does it, and then Vin Diesel gets eaten. And then the screen goes white. And then you hear kind of like a low purring sound, like of a sweet, sweet GT, you know, yeah. or whatever car he drives. Okay, yeah. And he's driving... And then it kind of zooms out, and you see that he's in a car, and everything is white. <laughs> and he's driving and driving. And then he looks to his left out the car, and he sees Paul Walker driving beside him. And then he sees, you know, the girl, whatever her name is. And he keeps driving, and the camera keeps sh- revealing, like, the whole squad is there, and everyone's driving around on the highway of heaven. And then and then, uh, and then, then you hear, um, y- you know, one of the girls is like, but Dom, Dom. Dumb, dumb, and then and then, boom! He wakes up. He's in a hospital bed, and the whole squad is around. Isn't Ludacris in those movies? I think so. That's I think it's Ludacris. That'll come in later, and uh, we're almost done with the movie, but there's still quite a bit to go. Uh, so so then the whole squad is there, and they're around his hospital bed, and then they proceed to explain how one of them had like an interdimensional device. And when they were all swallowed, he was able to use the device and create a new dimension where Earth is fine and everything's fine, but Dom had to be like in a coma. Something real stupid that has yeah. that doesn't really make any sense. Like the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and mind you, the scene where they're flying around is like a half hour at least. Yeah. And it's it's just them flying around in space. So then that all happens. And then they're like, he's like, well, where are we? And then uh, they're like, well, we're on a rocket ship headed to um, some planet. They're like, um, Staco 9 or something, the outer system of the Placato system. And um, he's like, okay. And he gets up and he starts looking around. And then they go into the hangar of the ship and they have all their cars and they have all these huge rockets on them. Yeah. And then... uh, they're, they start talking about how there's all these monsters on this planet that they need to kill, so we're setting up the sequel. And then as they drive away, they all get put... A, again, it's on a big shuttle rocket that they're flying, and then the camera pans out to a wide shot, of, and the camera's headed toward this new planet. And, uh, oh, before that, they all get food on uh. the plane. And then Ludacris, as it, <laughs> as, as it is the last shot of the movie and they're flying away, he says... he oh, You hear him open his food, and he goes... Huh. And I thought airplane food was bad. Oh, and then classic. it cuts directed by whoever, and that's the end of the movie. That's Fast and Furious Nine. 